So that was Nuhal singing from the band Sweet Haya. Uh, I'm here with uh, uh, Sylvia. How are you, Sylvia? Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Nuhal. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. We're so happy to uh, be with you today. So uh, Nian is our guest, our, musical, our first musical guest today. I love the lip singing uh, situation, Veronique. I think that's yeah. how the show should start now. Um, yeah, <laughs> I know the song, so a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so for the one who don't who, you know who don't know you, uh, can you introduce yourself, Nihal? Who are you? Yes, um, I'm a friend of Veronique's and of mm -hmm. Sylvia's. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah. We actually both work together um, at different companies <laughs> in different times in our in our careers. Um, my name is Nihala Bolata. It's an Egyptian name. Um, I am born in, in, in Egypt, in Cairo. Both my parents are Egyptian. And when I was a year old, my parents moved to France. So then I ended up growing up in France where we spent about 15 years. And then we came to the U.S., in 2000 and we've been here ever since my parents are here my brother and um i'm now married with an incredible human being named austin geiger <laughs> who will probably come up a lot in this podcast yeah. and you'll see why and um yeah and we have a, a crazy fun adorable insane uh teenage pup um, oh, yeah <laughs> Who's testing our patience every day? Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, everybody wants to know the name. Oh, uh, Leia, Leia, like Leia. Princess Leia, and she is. She's like a velvet princess. She's so soft. Yeah. Oh. I think it's the same dog as you, Sylvia. It's the same no. dog, right? It's a shepherd, right? Golden Retriever. No, Golden I'm Retriever. Retriever. Sorry. Uh, you have yeah. a Golden Retriever. I do. Yeah. Oh. I love, I love all dogs, but uh, ours. Is, it's funny, and at some point, maybe she'll she'll make a uh, a little appearance at the show. Um, but everybody thinks she's a yellow lab because we got her at the Fresno Lab Rescue, but she's mm -hmm. actually a zero percent lab. We did the DNA test, and oh, wow. she is yeah. Uh, yeah, she's German Shepherd, Husky, Terrier, Pitbull, wow. uh, Miniature Pincher. And yeah, like seven different breeds. And you see her, you're like, no, you're just a lab. No, she looks like a lab, yeah. She's I could show you could do a DNA, a DNA test for the yes. <laughs> I know. You know what's funny? I, I still haven't done it for myself, but I've splurged with yeah. my dog. I need for to do baby. it for myself. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so my first question, not about the dog, <laughs> about your band. <laughs> and you are actually, you know, um, we want to know, you know, what made you uh, choose this, uh, the career of uh, being a singer and how did you come up with your first band, Sweet Aya? Oh, I love those two questions and they're intertwined, so I'll try to weave them. Mm -hmm. um, so music, I think, has always been part of my life. When I was a little kid, I was six years old, I remember listening to my parents' music. They would listen to everything from like classical music all the way to, you know, the disco stuff, the Bee Gees. And then they, mm -hmm. they later on got into Motown. So at home, we always had, you know, uh, CDs playing. And, and I just remember twirling in the living room thinking, I want to play, I want to play music and I want to play piano specifically. And, 
And I, I had asked my parents uh, if I could learn the piano and they were amazing. They got us a piano, which is still in their house to this day. And um, I started playing, played classically for about five years, then had a little, you know, teenage crisis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Normal. Then, yeah, right. And then you're like, oh, classicals and cool anymore. And then <laughs> later in life, I got back to playing piano. Um, but it in a less structured and, and theoretical way, because um, I just I never connected with the super strict solfeggio, which is like the music theory we had um, in France. I never connected with that as much. And I was always more of an ear by ear by the ear player or, or um, I would like write melodies. And I didn't know how to actually at, like annotate things. Um, but I just could remember what I wrote in my head. And so, um, yeah. And then years and years later, I, um, I started just composing on the piano. It, it was kind of cool. Like I, I started having these dreams where I'd hear music and oh. I would sit on the piano and, and try to replicate the, the sounds that were appearing in my dreams. And it took many years to get to the point where I could actually put into music what, uh, what my dreams were, um, kind of like those frequencies they were sending me. And then, um, and then I started just, you know, uh, composing on the piano um, at home on the keyboard. And, you know, with the MIDI, MIDI technology, you can hook up your, your keyboard to your, to your laptop or to your computer and actually produce entire tracks, you know, from, from mm-hmm. software online. And so I started producing little tracks here and there. And then, then later on, completely randomly, I was playing piano at a, a friend's art gallery. They had a glass blowing studio. I was playing piano there. And the owner of the gallery came up to me and said, hey, would you like to perform and, and do like a, a art and music kind of night here sometime? Um, and I thought, no, I don't perform for anybody. I'm in my <laughs> living room, you know, uh, and, and that's what I do. <laughs> um, and he said, it's okay. There won't be a lot of people. It's like a little wine and art thing. Turned out it was packed. Ooh. I did it. I did it. It was awesome. And it was packed. And I sang a couple of songs I had written in the past three weeks, um, a couple in French, a couple in English. Mm. And the response was really beautiful. Um, just I felt a, a real connection with the audience. I, I I saw like tears, you know, in people's eyes. And, and it was wow. not because I, I was terrible, but maybe because they felt something, you know. Um, and it was, it was cool. It was a lot of my friends that had never known that I was even a musician or an artist because I really kept music to myself for a long time, um, were there and got to, to witness that. And I think in that moment, I started realizing that this is something that I want to do on a larger scale, um, and, and entertain and bring joy and, and spread love and light through messages, um, that, that I, I strive to, to create through, through my music. Um, mm-hmm. And in, in parallel with that, and I think this is something Sylvia knows about. I, I used to do capoeira at the time. Um, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. but for about four years, we used to. <laughs> I used to try to practice my terrible Portuguese with you, uh, <laughs> you know. And she was very sweet and would would uh, totally go with it. And and in capoeira, it's a Brazilian martial art that, that involves singing and music and dancing, and there's also fighting involved. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. look it up, mm-hmm. capoeira. It's a really really cool um, Brazilian martial arts. In, in and it was introduced um, by uh, by the slaves that were brought from Africa to to um, to Brazil from the Portuguese, and they had kind of 
kept their um, their rituals and their tradition through music and capoeira um, in Brazil. So it, it continued to evolve into like a beautiful um, uh, Afro-Brazilian culture and sport and um, a place of, um, I'd say, like commu- community through music mm-hmm. as well. And mm-hmm, yeah. there's a lot of chanting, like back and forth chanting with the audience, with, with the, like the fighters and the people clapping around what we call the hoda where you're fighting. So it's, it's not like one person singing, it's like a back and forth. And I think that's also part of where I've drawn some of my singing inspiration from in Capoeira, where it's like a call and response, it's connection with the crowd. Mm-hmm. So, and that's something I really try now to, as, as a, as a performer uh to in- incorporate in in our live performances so that's where it coming it's coming from <laughs> yes part of it part of it yes for sure yeah. and the other well, part is just i love yeah. people like, <laughs> ah. well that song has uh, reminds me of like some brazilian you know the rhythm is, it's similar to brazilian music as well it's just like oh i like i felt like a connection with that because i know like we have mm. it, you know like it felt familiar you know the the rhythm the the beat and so yeah, I think my internet is a little funky. That's why I don't know. You guys can hear me fine. Yeah. 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 No, we're good. Yeah, okay. Perfect. Good. Good. Yeah. So when did that happen? Well, how old were you when you had this first uh, experience of like playing for like a little crowd there? When yeah. was that? That was, I'd say, I think I was 25. 25 maybe 25 or so mm. and and then shortly after to answer Veronique's question and piggyback on yours is, is when I started doing something called open mics I don't know if people are familiar with that concept but it's yeah. it's a really really cool um concept it's it's basically you go to a cafe a restaurant or something that organizes this open mic thing where musicians and artists and poets and and uh, writers of any sort really can go and uh, perform their piece or several pieces and in front of a really supportive audience and we're all like you know getting started at the time um so i got into like the open mic circuit for for several years mm. and that was like you know 20 between 25 and 27 or so and then, um, or maybe maybe earlier than that, um, and then I, I got to meet some incredible musicians through these open mics. Um, one of them was uh, the Cupertino Brittany Arms. And that's where I actually, I had gone to perform. I brought my keyboard and I sang a couple of ballads. And then I, I was watching other people play and I saw there was, they actually had a couple of bands or like trios that were, that were performing. And I met this incredible trio. Um, their name was uh, is <laughs> Devin Moreno, Josh Gartner, and Aaron Marcus. And I loved what they were doing, what they were playing, and they they liked me. And so at the end of the night, we kind of um, exchanged information and talked. And we we're like, we should jam sometime and all. And then we did. We totally did. What happened is um, I was offered a, a show at the Silicon Valley Pride Festival. And uh, and I was I didn't want to do it solo. I wanted to have a band or like people to play with for the first time. So I I called these these guys that we had that we had. Um, I think we had ended up jamming at that open mic, too, if I'm not mistaken. I have a terrible memory. Um <laughs> I can't remember lyrics, but I can't remember stories or dates, oh, you, or, you know. There was <laughs> There's a only so much in this database right here. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but then, yeah, so so I ended up having a couple of rehearsals with these guys that I had met at the open mic. And we had an amazing show at the Pride Festival. And we ended up realizing that we wanted to put together a band. Um, mm. And that's kind of how Sweet Haya was born. They, we didn't have a band name at the time yet. Um, we we went through like seven different, you know, yeah. <laughs> versions. Like we know about and- that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the name of the podcast was a nightmare. Right. Yes, because it becomes your identity, right? Yeah. You want something that represents you and you want something that also carries your mission statement. So it's big commitment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like your baby, you know, you want to name it something that you're you're going to forever connect with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So then, um, yeah, we never stopped playing with David Moreno. He's still in Sweet Haya. We've been together 12 years now, um, performing around all around the the Bay Area. And, and we've toured a bunch together. Our drummer uh, from back then, Josh Gardner, moved to, to Georgia. But we got a new incredible drummer. Well, it's been like six years now. Uh, Kosuke Okamura on drums. And on bass, um, Aaron Marcus had to retire for health reasons. So actually, my husband, Austin, uh, yeah. stepped in. He learned bass on our honeymoon. Funny story. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and we came back from our honeymoon, and he's, he did a show with us to um, <laughs> fill in for, for our bass player, who was, who was not well. Um, and then we also have a trombone player called um, Ryosuke Sakurai. And so this... This new configuration's been together maybe like six years as the new lineup, um, but the band's been in existence for twelve years. That band, yeah. Okay. Oh. So, um, so wanted to to know so what sweet yeah. Aya means. Mm. Good question. Well, yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the gym just advertising. <laughs> Check out my. Um, yeah. So what is the yeah what is the meaning of sweet Aya? So I think uh, Veronique you'll connect with a part of this uh, and I don't know Sylvia if you have a concept like this in Portuguese but in French we have a concept of the bon vivant which are those who live well mm-hmm. it's like yeah. the good life right the sweet life and it's 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 about enjoying the simple things in life and being able to be present um in life for 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 the things that might not be loud and obvious uh, obvious mm-hmm. but um but that that means something that symbolizes something and so bon vivant um was was taken by another band name <laughs> uh, another band and I, that was initially the band name i wanted the bon vivant or something like a play on those words mm-hmm. and then um and then a, a friend of mine at the time um suggested that we maybe incorporate something also um from from my heritage my you know so my my parents um their you know their native language is arabic egyptian arabic and i grew up speaking it and so we started toying with the idea of having you know some some sort of combination of languages and i'm a linguist mm-hmm. you know so i'm, I'm i was <laughs> yeah I was, Really into the idea of um, of having a cultural medley, and that's also representative of what we do. And so Haya came about, and Haya, what it means in Arabic, and I think also in Hebrew, um, is life. So mm-hmm. the sweet life mm-hmm. is kind of you know a parallel to the good life, to to um, les bons vivants. Okay. And uh, yeah, and it wasn't taken. <laughs> yeah, nobody doesn't think that that uh, that name. That's good. Cool. I think there's Very a sweet good. shop somewhere called Haya Sweet or something like uh, that. We should like do a collaboration. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> so my other question now is that now you're part of a, another band yes. called Grace and the Greet. Yes, I also so... have it on here. <laughs> yeah, cool. So what's going on? Can you tell us about that? Okay, are you still singing with Sweet Anya? Are you singing yes. with both bands? So how yeah. did you become part of Grace and the Greet? Yeah, um, just to confirm, Sweet Haya still exists. We're okay. still playing. Mm-hmm. We have a mm-hmm. big show uh, on December 9th for my birthday and holiday party at the Art Tiki. Because um, cool. a lot of people are worried and they've asked me, you know, mm-hmm. now that you've started this other project, what's going on with Sweet Haya? And it's it's still, we're still going strong and booking shows. It's just that um, this new project I started with my husband, Austin, um, is was came from us writing songs as a duo at first um and they're all original songs and then in that band austin plays guitar um and not bass like in sweet haya so he was writing a lot of really cool compositions on guitar and i loved what he was doing and i would always like sit down and start singing whenever he'd pick up his guitar and little by little we started writing he taught me guitar um, also, which allowed me to start writing on guitar. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the songs that I, that I wrote on guitar, um, I kind of like, I write like the basic melody and, and rhythm that I have in mind. Then I give him the guitar. I'm like, can you make that better? And then I'll, <laughs> I'll sing my, my idea on it. And our collaboration was extremely organic. And like, even when we got first got together, we never thought we would play music together. We just, we talked about music a lot. And he had a band for show uh, back in the day that there's really cool hip hop band, hip hop. <laughs> band. Um, and, and, but we, we talked about music. He came to the sweet highest shows. He was a big fan. It's kind of how we met. Um, and then we started realizing like, we actually make really good music together. Um, and it, it's not, you know, just, it sounds good, but it, it's like meaningful stuff to both of us as individuals. And we thought, um, we wanted to elevate the project by giving it a name other than Nihal and Austin. Mm. And uh, we started also bringing in other musicians. So first person that joined the band uh, was Ryan Walker on harmonica. And uh, him and Austin and I had a trio for a little while. And we performed as three for now and, you know, a bunch <laughs> of other configurations, Nihal, Austin and Ryan. Um, <laughs> and then finally, we agreed um, couple of years back when we finally got an incredible drummer, Matt Condino, and an, a, an amazing bass player in this past year, Adam Martinez, we decided to name the band Grace and the Grit. Um, and a lot of people ask me, is your name Grace? You know, yeah. like, in Sweet Hi, yeah. Haya, everybody asks me, is your name Haya? Haya? I'm Sweet Haya. Sometimes yes, yes. Um, or people when ask me, "Are you Grace?" and I say, "No, I'm the Grit." Really? Uh, <laughs> Did you choose the name for that band? Or yes, yes. Okay, um, you're the one coming up with the names. Austin, <laughs> yeah. Austin and I, we kind of like brainstormed. It was hard. That one was even harder, I think, because mm-hmm. uh, because we had both been in bands and we realized the importance, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, of, of having a, a really powerful name that's also not taken. Which, yeah yeah it's so hard huh <laughs> yes so, yeah and that project's been going pretty hard for the past couple of years now um we got to play the blues festival this last summer um mm-hmm. a local stage we're hoping you know to, to to continue building on our blues festival circuit um a lot of our music is is blues influenced especially Austin's guitar oh, I was, playing I was meant to ask you yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah and we can talk about mm-hmm. the influences for sure but um 
Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's the cool thing about Sweet Haya versus uh, Grace and the Great is that they they are really different uh, genres and they touch, okay. I think, different demographic. And and for me, vocally, Grace and the Great is a little bit more of a raw kind of mm. all like bare your whole soul while okay. um, while performing these songs. Whereas with Sweet Haya, it's it's like it's really fun, upbeat, kind of like a like a you know like super family friendly also uh, both bands i don't cuss okay <laughs> sometimes, sometimes accidentally so, on stage i just played a school a school fest and i had to censor myself for sure <laughs> the other day because i so love I, singing for the kids it's so much so fun. you have an uh, ep going, coming out tomorrow on friday no in two days in two on days, days. yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh, I have a, a little um, sample that we can listen to from one of your songs. Uh, it's called uh, way, My Way Out or Way Out? A Way Out. A Way Out. I don't know. I always say My uh, Way Out because you like, say my, my Way Out. I think in the lyrics, that's yeah. why. That means okay. you listened. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even like listening to you. I was in the car. I'm like, oh, what's that song? Oh, that's Niha's song. <laughs> Getting stuck in your head. That's nice, yeah. Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, this is a way out from uh, Grace and the Great. You guys are the first people to hear it. Oh, yeah. this, po- so cool. this podcast is, is the first yeah. time we, we diffuse the song out into the world. Um, I love it. Wow, so cool. I love that song. I can't wait. So I'm going to go ah. see Nihal Friday night. She has a show <gasps> where she's going to perform with Grace and the Reed. And I can't wait. Date night for me. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm so excited that you guys are coming. And, and I know you're bringing friends too. So thank you. Yeah. It's going to be at Friday, October 20th at a, a really cool place called the Tabert Theater. Mm-hmm. It used to be an actual like musical theater and um, kind of theater. So it's, it's got more of a cabaret vibe, which I like. And you can sit down or you can you can dance like there's choices. Um, mm-hmm. And we're going to have another band playing with us called Magic Blues Band. 
and they're a really, really fun, fun uh, band. And they're going to go on first at eight. Cool. And then, yeah, we'll be Can't on wait. after that. Can't wait <laughs> to where see is it going to be? Uh, where it, is it? Uh, yeah, it's called the Tabard Theater. Oh, T-A-B-A-R-D. Tabard Theater in San Pedro Square in okay. uh, downtown San Jose. San Jose. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. California. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you guys mm-hmm. are around, it would, it would be amazing to see. I know it's hard with the kids, but yeah, yeah. I have to yeah. escape, you know, like kind of like I'll yes. go by myself. <laughs> escape. Yes. <laughs> Girls night. Girls night out. Girls night out. Uh-huh. out. Only an hour yeah. drive. Yeah. If it wasn't like <laughs> such a long drive. <laughs> it is. Yes. Right. We'll yeah. just have to come play your way, Sylvia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come play yeah. Spay someday. Mm-hmm. And then for sure. <laughs> So by the way, Nihal, uh, now that you mentioned like you have, so it's like two bands that you are managing and working with. Do you still work as a linguist or are you just like, okay, I'm going to focus on my bands? Yes, I do still work as a linguist. It's my, wow, still my full-time job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, all this ADD turned out to be really in, to my, in my favor. Yeah, right, <laughs> was, that's impressive. I was always told, you have too much energy. What are you going to do with it? Well, let me tell you what I'm going to do with all this energy. I'm going to start two bands yeah. and I'm going to have a oh, full-time job. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there's no way he has another job. But like, yeah. <laughs> no, and, and I, have, I have a really good job. You know, I'm... I'm I, I used to do more like language related work and I do a more, more program management. So it's, it's pretty eclectic. I get to work in really international teams and constantly learning, you know, it's, and it's cool. I think being in tech kind of keeps me grounded and keeps me mm-hmm. connected to what's going on in the world. And with um, our, our company does our artificial intelligence as well. So that's, that's definitely a hot yeah. topic right now. So it's, yeah. it's great to, learning about that and 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 also to to see the dichotomy with the arts you know and how um in in some ways um you know ai is catching up with um art yeah. right and, and yes that's me as right. an artist mm-hmm. as yeah. an artist you know i i i also it means certain things you know and we have to think about like the ethics also behind a lot of that um um, and and so yeah no it's it's an interesting place to be the silicon valley at this time and to be a musician in the silicon valley also is mm-hmm. quite a challenge but yeah how the um, contrast but it's fun yeah, yeah. it you is fun it and i think it, and it's necessary i think it, mm-hmm. i think um yeah. a place like the silicon valley like any tech um you know uh, heavy place in the world or like any one industry that's that 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 it's really um heavily involved in it's important to have a counterbalance like you're saying because all these people who work so hard they want to go out they want to get entertainment they want to they want to you know just take a load off life is hard in the bay and and everybody's hustling and busy Mm -hmm. and um so that's part of why i love entertaining because i get to see the parents chill out and the kids dancing and like no. sometimes like i'm kind of feel like i'm the babysitter because like the the show is so entertaining the kids stay you know at the stage and the parents are like i'm gonna go get a drink i'll be right back <laughs> this is great <laughs> it happened at a, at a fundraiser my kids. oh my god it's so funny <laughs> I'll, I'll do it all day the other day uh, i sang uh, you know la vie en rose by edith piaf um, with the kids, and obviously it's in French, and I made a joke with the kids. I said, "All right, guys, you're gonna learn French now, and you're gonna sing with me." And I had all the kids hang out by the stage, and they all they were all waiting for me to like hand them the mic, and I go la 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 la, and then they all sang along. Aww. It was it was really fun. It was That's really, really cute. fun. Aww. So, so music's important. Oh, you gonna? No, I'll go for no, one go more. Yeah. 
Sure, um, go ahead. Just uh, one more question about uh, talking about kids. So you are mm -hmm. uh, married now, very busy, right? Fans, <laughs> work, husband. Uh, when you grow, or you're planning on growing your family and everything and having kids. So how are you going to manage all that? You, you have like kind of like a plan or like, you know, laid out in your mind, like mm -hmm. I'm going to need a nanny, preschool. <laughs> help from relatives. Uh, yeah. I don't know if your parents yeah. live around here, do they? Do they live yes. in the Bay Area? Yes. Oh, okay. Thankfully. So that's great. You thankfully, can... <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. It, you know, from from all my friends and family who are parents, I think when, because when, I asked them that question, I said, mm -hmm. um, like, how do you handle it all? And you say, <laughs> you just, you reprioritize, you know, thing like you redefine what your 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 number one priority is, and then you you go from there. Um, like you said, thankfully we have, we both have family. My husband has family oh, yeah. here in that, Gilroy and we, I have my parents here. So the thought of having kids isn't as scary. I think that if, if my parents were still in Egypt or, mm -hmm. you know, um, I think I'd probably have a little bit more anxiety about it. I mean, I still have anxiety about it because yeah. <laughs> of my crazy schedule. Right. But I'm thinking there's there's no way in, in my lifetime that I could imagine ever stopping music. Um, mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. it's my heartbeat. It's it's so important. And also I look at it like I want to be the role model for my kid or my kids where I say, you know what? I have the full-time job and I'm able to work, but I also am pursuing my dream. And I'm also, you know, really adamant about not letting go of the things that, that give more value to your life, especially mm -hmm. if they bring joy at the same yeah. time to others. Um, and so I think at some point, maybe find a compromise of, you know, maybe working uh, a little bit less potentially, um, but continuing my language language work because I really love it and, um, and, you know, I, I think, like I was saying earlier, it just kind of keeps my feet to the ground. Mm -hmm. And then with music, I think we would just have to become a little bit more selective, even more selective. And um, the choices that we make, where we play, when we play. And, and my vision is by the time that we have a child, hopefully we will have been even more established as a band so that, mm -hmm. um, you know, financially there, there'll be an even greater source of income from, from music, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and if we're, you know, able to enter like the festival circuit, then it's, it's all about specific dates and locking out time and about organizing. Um, I do have a lot of friends who, who are parents who said like, we'll definitely babysit and, you know, <laughs> you I know baby. You bring the baby yeah. to, to bring us. The baby. Right. So, <laughs> it's true. Several yeah. of my friends actually have been bringing their babies since they were in the womb to our yeah, show. Right? So it's really special to um, to get to perform for these kids. One of them became my goddaughter even. Um, and she comes to all the shows and uh, <laughs> she has a little she has a little baby brother on the way too. So and and the mom is still coming to all the shows with the babies. So <laughs> You know your mom is going to come and she's going to take care of the baby while you're singing on, on, you know, on stage. Yeah, you're good, you're good. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. That would be the, like the vision. My dream vision would be that, yeah. you know, we'd be able to have family or friends or, or somebody really reliable that tours with us or goes, you mm -hmm. know, uh, if we're going to get out of, of, the, of town or state for, for a show. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, I'd want to travel as a family and, and you know, Hopefully by then have the means to have a tour bus or something where we can live together in that. <laughs> I mean, that's where my brain goes. Tour and, bus, and, yeah. um, it doesn't Vision have to 
Put it yeah. on a vision board. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes. I know. I know. And it manifesting. I heard that. I loved that bit about manifesting. And mm -hmm. my goodness, um, <laughs> the moment I get some time off, I just want to spend a day listening to all your podcasts. Because yeah, please do. <laughs> I, I absolutely love the the not just the content, but your guys's diverse perspectives, and you, mm -hmm. you both have such different and and really valuable experiences in life with kids, with work, with you know your 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 paths in life. And I think that a lot of people relate to what you say, both of you. And mm -hmm. I love watching the little snippets on Instagram. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I can't wait to watch the whole one, you know. So keep doing what you're doing because we need it. And it connects thank us you. all. Yay, thank you, girl. Thank you. Well, <laughs> I think we have another question. We're out of time, so you're going to have to come back. Sorry about that. Oh, you're so sweet. Anytime. Sorry I talk so much. <laughs> no, that's very helpful. <laughs> No, want to know about everything. So, so thank you for coming. Have a good show on Friday. I'm going to be there. Oh, I can't wait to see you guys there. Sylvia's oh. going to escape her kids, and she <laughs> might be there. Do it, do it. Keep oh, it in spirit. I'm going to try. Who knows? Really? Well, I could, you know, yeah. have my husband watch the kids then. Just... Yeah. Right? Where you go? We need yeah. some mama time, some you yeah. time. Some yeah. let's, time. Let's talk more about this. Off, Let's off, talk right. about it. Let's talk I'll about see it. you on, on the yeah. 20th then at the time. Okay, cool. <laughs> and uh, you guys who are listening before you go, listen until the end because I'm going to also play a song uh, from Grace and the Great uh, Words. And oh, yeah. um, can you talk a little bit about that song quickly before we yeah. go? Yeah, it's our title track for, for the record. So um, that is definitely my baby i think i love all the songs on the record like our kids you know but uh but this song is about empathy and it's about um it's about being kind to one another and being mindful of the energies that you put out into the world because they're yes. very good very appropriate for <laughs> <Yeah>. the times <laughs> yes. yes i hope I hope people relate. Thank you guys. Love it's you. Thank you. Love, Love you. you too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.
much time and far too much pain. But I could have never known it all. Oh, but I will continue. Too much time and far too much pain. 